evening to you. Welcome. It's over the line on a Monday night. John Mulligan sitting in for Jerry. He's back next week. But uh, we are leading, first of all, uh, with a, this has been reported by, on independent.ie, has not been confirmed by Connacht. I want to make sure, I want to make sure that we make that point. But it is uh, been reported this evening that Connacht are parting company with coach Kieran Keane after just one season of a three-year contract. As reported by Brendan Fanning in the Independent.ie this evening, a Connacht spokesman would not comment when asked about the New Zealanders' departure from the sports ground, which is understood to be eminent. Uh, despite signing off with a huge win over Leinster on Saturday, Connacht finished in second last place in their Guinness Pro 14 conference, one spot above Zebra. They qualified for the knockout stages of the Challenge Cup, but were beaten at home in their quarterfinal tie by Gloucester. And uh, the report goes on to say uh, it's um, while results are not always the sole criterion on assessing the performance of coaches in Connacht, it's understood more was expected of Kane given the number of fit players available to him compared to other seasons. Uh, the statement goes on to the reach. Uh, there's not, it's not a statement. It's, it's been reported. Uh, this evening. A statement is not expected until loose ends are tied up regarding his contract, but the search for a replacement is already underway. We will be talking more about that because we'll have uh, Rob Murphy joining us shortly. Uh, George McDonough, good evening to you. Good evening, John. Um, William Davis, good evening to you. We lads, uh, up to half an hour ago we were talking about uh, uh, giving Muldoon the ultimate send-off and talking about last Saturday. We will talk about that in a, um, in, a f- in a few minutes, no doubt, but we have to talk about that story. That is is uh, uh, emerging and it is a developing story and one that was reported by the uh, by on independent.ie at 22 minutes past 7 if you want to the, uh, the exact time it on would that. be if and you if I just give the first the full line the first line Connacht are parting company with coach Kieran Keane after one season of a three season contract no confirmation from Connacht I must add Rob Murphy good evening to you Good evening, right, Good lads. Evening. Let's let's uh, let's let, let's get this debate going, George. Are you are chomping at the bit to go on this one? No, I'm not. I, I just think, uh, and you said, John, no confirmation from Connacht Rugby, but uh, we'd open the airwaves. Anybody wants to ring us, they can ring us on mobiles or whatever. Get in touch with social media. We'll talk to them. But um, this, to me, has been an appointment that has been wrong from the start. Uh, nobody really, and I'll put this to William and Rob, really knew much about Kieran Keane when he has come here uh, we've seen a guy put in a man of the match performance on Saturday Shane Delahunt who has made more replacement appearances than he has starts no no disrespect to Tom McCarty or anybody like that but it just how can you come out on Saturday last and put in a performance I mean Leinster are favourites to win the Champions Cup yes they weren't at full strength but Connacht put them to the sword and I haven't seen Connacht putting a team to the sword in an interprovincial for many a long day like they've done yes they've beaten Munster well in terrible collisions but Connacht's done that playing a very very exciting brand of rugby on Saturday where William was that performance all season from this man uh, can I can I just uh, I'll put two more questions to the lads as well uh, first of all let's start talking about a replacement and the second of all is because it was a three year contract they're going to have to have to buy him out of that contract there's going to be a significant financial aspect to this does that influence who Connacht can sign and does it influence who Connacht can get as a coach next season that's a good question Let's Rob Murphy bring you in yeah okay so much to, to unpack there um, first of all it, it, it's crucial to remember that Connacht hired uh, what would be a left field choice in, in a guy who had an experience in coaching first team rugby at, the, at, at this level I mean he had coached in the MPC Division 2 the MPC itself isn't this level it's as simple as that it's, it's two rounds below international this is one um, so, the, so, so, so the first question is what's going on he was hired to be 
the follow-up to Pat Nam. He was sold to us as a follow-up to Pat Nam, not some sort of three-year project or a long-term rebuilding situation. It, the story and narrative changed as the season went on and the inconsistencies crept in. And, you know, just just as we started to try and figure things out and we thought, well, at least they finished the season well, the word we're getting from inside is mixed. For a couple of weeks ago, we thought maybe there were signs that this could happen. Then maybe the last 10 days, 7 days, Kieran Keane came across pretty relaxed in press conferences. We thought... No, this seems to be this seems to be the case that he's going to get another another little while to really try and get this project up and running. And now the whole project seems in limbo. So before you can even start to think, and it's a fair point, Barry, to try and think about what's going to have come next. Like the money that's going to be lost to pay him off. That's that's the first point. If if this goes through, the the direction that the province is going in is completely hard, unfathomable at the moment. If if it's a case that they've they've let a coach go at the end of the season. Um, so there's so much to parse to begin with. So my, my first reaction is just that, that the, all those things on the table, he was hired as a left field choice, but the, it's all well and good bringing someone in like that and taking a chance on them. But if you're not going to invest in them as well, be it bring over people to work with him that, that he knows really well or whatever else is needed, then, then this is what happens at the end of it. So yeah, it's a stunning, stunning development. And it's a long time since Connick have let a coach go after one season. Well, here's a question, lads. I'm going to throw it out to the to, to the to the four of you. Um, right decision, wrong decision, or is there such a such thing? Well, uh, I, well, I just, uh, look. If Rob has just said there a couple of weeks ago, there was an inference around that he was under a lot of pressure, and there were difficulties within the coaching team. But a side that isn't winning, you'd expect that. They could hardly expect everybody to be happy and everything flowing forward. But it has blindsided us a bit because Kieran Keane either didn't know on Saturday evening at the press conference or he deserves an Oscar for the performance he put on because he was the most relaxed and calmest man in the room mm. after that after that win. The difficulty is they've they've ov- it doesn't happen very often in rugby, but it has started to happen more often. The Ospreys did it, Cardiff did it, Northampton did it this season, where coaches are let go mid season or weeks in advance you're told they're finishing but the pr- the problem here is as Ro- as rob says this was a in in theory we started to be told in the last few weeks this is a project it's year one of it now that that wasn't as told right at the beginning question what is it that's so different between this and what happened with pat lamb and i know and i was and george yes and you did pull on me for this but i actually was a very firm of the belief that there was similarities that we saw the same thing happened with Pat Lamb people called for his head but he stuck it out and we went and won the Pro, Pro 12 what's the difference? But Pat Lamb seemed to have what I'd say about Pat Lamb and we've, uh, we've, we've seen it in the Pro 12 uh, winning season is Pat Lamb got players to buy into what he well he built they believed in Pat Lamb and Pat Lamb was also and it's it's part of the coach as well to to Pat Lamb involved the supporters. Pat Lamb bought into the West of Ireland. Pat Lamb was at hurling matches. Pat Lamb was at Gaelic football matches. Pat Lamb was at soccer matches. Pat Lamb went to the if the local uh, the local uh, residents association were doing something with sport in in these area. Pat Lamb made an appearance. He bought into the West of Ireland because he needed the support behind him. He needed a broader, more than just on field. But, and then people bought into that and also the players bought into that because they can, things like that, highlight to players, this man means business. And I just think this guy was very, very distant, Kieran Keane. I said it here a couple of weeks ago that he was out of his depth, and I'll stand by that because we've. Rob says there he he coached like in, 
NPC. That's a fair, fair way below. And he was only an assistant coach for many years. He's, the, his age as well didn't profile a guy that was making progress I, in George, the coaching sphere. Barry, I, I, George, I just go back to... Yes, Rob. The f- yeah, George, you make some good points there in terms of... You make an excellent point about not buying into the community. But I don't think Kieran Keane saw that as, as his role. And I don't think that role was sold to him by Connacht either. And I, I don't think that's what he was hired for. I do think he's hugely respected in the sphere of coaching in New Zealand to have been with the Chiefs for so long as an assistant coach. So I just think it's important also to point out that it was pretty bleak for many people at the end of first season under Pat Lamb. Yes, the players were buying in, but there wasn't evidence from the outside that that was happening. True. Uh, with the, with the exception of that amazing win against Toulouse. So there is, there is an understanding, you, you can better believe there's going to be some players in that camp that were buying into what Kieran Keane was trying to do. You know, and there's going to be some players in that team that would be disappointed to see him go. Uh, I do think, though, you have made a really, really important point. Connick seemed to just let the coach and let the whole system get away from that. I haven't seen the team photographed in any club this season, and I, I, I could stand corrected on that, but every it seemed like every second week under Pat Bam, the team were training in Ballyhonas, Sligo, Craigs, wherever it was. Just- that seems to have gone. Barry, you want to come in? Yeah, I'll go back to the first question and, and again, William and Rob, you'll know a better answer to this, but um, I believe it's it's 100% the right decision, but I believe it's 110% the wrong time because it puts mm. yourself in a, a coach that's looking for, you know, that's a, prog- a progressive coach that has ambition to coach at a high level. He's saying that he's now looking going... There's a World Cup coming up where after the World Cup there's going to be huge changes at international level where a lot of the top coaches in the top clubs in England, France, Ireland, Wales are going to get international jobs. And I'm going, well, I could then get a job at a fairly high level within the Pro 14 or within the English Premiership. Why would I take Connacht? And who who are they going to get now? Dan McFarlane's gone to Ulster and we saw the difficulty they had in getting a head coach. Yeah. I, I, th- I think one of the things is I'm I'm not sure how how far up the pegging order Connacht are when they're when they're when looking for coaches. I don't think guys are w- thinking about maybe World Cups and stuff. Could we could we see if the they're return? looking? But if they're looking at not, not a World Cup or an international team, could they be saying well someone up the ch- up the pecking order is going to get an international job <laughs> that opens up an opportunity for me at club or provincial level? Rob, I, I want I want to bring no man in as well, Rob. So I will be we'll leave in you, but just your final thoughts on this and like I said I have to add lads I have to add this but it's up to is it not up to them to confirm it, is, it it is up to Connacht Rugby to confirm it they have to I mean there is employers at it's, the end of the day but they should be doing it now because it's if the article we read there it's that I read it on the net it states the Irish Independent edition the 1st of May that's tomorrow lads that's mm. tomorrow's paper it's already in the paper tomorrow yeah, but well, like, well, it also says it hasn't uh, been... Yeah, uh, saying, saying that, in fairness... Uh, we have to be careful with this. Yeah, and they because would have we've had been to caught with this. happened before. You don't know what happened. They would have had to give Kieran Kane time if it only happened today or yesterday, whenever it was, Kieran Kane time and he could to, also to, take, to let his family know, to make, um, to make arrangements to move home or whatever it is. They can't just come out and announce he's sacked after telling him an hour before. We don't may know I just say as well, may I just say, that. sorry, Rob, I'll, give you, I'll let you in in a second, but let me just say, it's not saying in the report he's sacked. So you know, so just yeah. I'm I'm also being mindful, lads. You under, you yeah, understand no, you're right. Yeah, it could have been him that right. let the Irish Independent know, and him that made the decision that he wants to leave. I know, but we've just seen happen. We've seen happen stories like this happen before, lads. And I am being mindful of that. I know we can quite easily go, yeah, he's gone, whatever. But we have come across cases where it wasn't the case, and a lot of people had to eat an awful lot of humble pie afterwards. So I am being mindful of but that. We take it for granted. We take it that it is the case, but we have to be careful. Just on the point that we're making there, and what I said about buying into the situation with Pat Lamb, John Muldoon, in his after-game speech the last day on TV, said that 
he inferred to that it should be every young lad's dream that plays the game to represent his province and that's the goal you're working on when the young lad turns up at a rugby club at 12 years of age and he, he has a bit of talent and then by the time he's 15 there's people bringing him on a little bit further and he gets into a, the development squad start at that age William, correct? 15, I think 15, 16 mm, yep. you know they, and if he gets into that, he then had that young gentle, young lad then has a chance of making rugby a career. Mm. So that was what John Muldoon was enlightening that, that it is possible. It is yes. possible. Rob, I'll, I'll give you a point. I'll, Look, John Muldoon attracted 8,000 people to the sports ground the last day uh, for a team that had done nothing all season and had nothing to play for, let's be honest. And yet they came out with colours and, and pride and passion. Uh, this team achieved something remarkable. They went above and beyond what you could ever ask them two seasons ago. Uh, rugby in the province is still is so, so strong and so far ahead from where it was before. The author, what is the point of Connacht Rugby? Well, it's it's to have a professional team in an unlikely environment. It has to, it's to have a professional sports team in probably one of the smallest population catchment areas of any professional sports team in Europe, right? Let's be honest. That punches above its weight, that gives uh, gives people in the west of Ireland somewhere to aspire to. You can't compete as a 16-year-old from the west of Ireland with the school systems in Leinster. It's, it's a hierarchy that you just can't break into unless you have the money to do so. But luckily in the west of Ireland, a guy from Portumna who plays Hurling can play rugby at a professional level and be respected throughout the world of rugby like John Muldoon is. So this team is crucial for that, that's its purpose. Trophies come secondary. I think winning seasons come secondary. Results come secondary. It's about playing the game in the right way, developing indigenous talent, and bringing through superstars like Bondiaki, who can be icons for these young players to develop too. So all those things need to come into play. As this story develops, as it gets confirmed, a lot of the questions have to be, if that's the purpose of Connacht Rugby, like I've just outlined, where does this decision and last year's decision to hire Kieran Keane fit into that long-term plan? Because I don't know where it fits into it. I really don't. We'll have to, uh, like I said, this is a developing thing. This could continue um, before we uh, we even go off air tonight. And if we do, we'll, we'll be on top of it. No, uh, Rob, thanks a million. No problem. Uh, we're going to bring in. I'm going to bring in No Mannion in a second, lads. Um, William, I'm going to come back to you. I mean, uh, is this out of the blue? I mean, if you, no matter how you look at it, I mean, I was, I was fortunate enough, uh, and I'll be honest with you, to to be in the sports ground on Saturday last, and I saw an outstanding Connacht performance. Never mind the fact that it was, and some would say it was Leinster's second team. They still brought on all international front row in the uh, uh, in the second half, and and still got you know still got Mullard. So you kind of wonder after something like that I actually thought as I walked out of the sports ground and I was talking to a good friend of mine and the first thing I said to him was I think we've turned a corner no I, the, the way I looked at it and we talked about it on the podcast was it was a one-off result because it was a one-off game and it was really about a performance for John Muldoon in my view and I think if you look at the the three best performances of the season have been three home wins they beat Ulster they beat Munster and they beat Leinster there's been some desperately poor rugby played they've been a bit unlucky a couple of times they've had some close defeats but essentially it's a, it's about winning and if you finish up with a 33% win rate in the Pro 14, there are going to be questions. If you'd asked me on Saturday evening, if you'd asked me up until a couple of hours ago, I'd have said, no, I think Kieran Kane will be there for next season, but that he will be under immense pressure starting from the first mm. game in September because there is there was very little wriggle room left and that they would have to start performing. This There was no room available to be... A pro, a, a pro, we're trying to process this. We're trying to do. It was about winning. 